Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivianttracy.com and it's sextalk, S-E-X-T-O-K, to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website, listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Hi, Tracy. How are you today? I'm all right, Zibby. I've actually been looking at all these fantastic questions we've been getting. And what absolutely is impressing me is just the range of people who listen to the show. I like know. 17-year-old boys and, you know, 80-year-old women and, and, and just bizarre. Like, there doesn't seem to be an average reader to me, which is just fantastic. It means that we're reaching so many people. But but it is. It's brilliant. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Like, we do absolutely love it. And we try to answer as many as we possibly can. Yes. Love seeing all the questions come in. We use them a lot. Sometimes people follow up with us and say thank you and whatever. So yep. that's great. If you want to ask your own question, go to sextalkpod.com, S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D, sextalkpod.com, and you can enter your own question and we will try to answer as many as we can. And we love hearing from all of you. I mean, really, we're like geniuses, Tracy, because we've targeted the one activity that every human being basically does. <laughs> <laughs> Or doesn't, so, and that's why they're listening. Or does or has a view <laughs> yeah. on, right? So and, yeah, yeah. Um, so course. our audience Absolutely. is large. Uh, look at our yes. target demographic. It's like a human <laughs> being. So you know, there you go. True, anyway, true, true. a human being, perhaps with a sense of humor. Let's say it that way. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay, we have three great questions today. Question number one: A friend of mine, twenty-five years old, has been seeing a married man in his forties who has a child. This has been going on for four years. They've been through some serious things, and their relationship, in quotes, is very clearly becoming even more toxic. We've all tried to tell her so many times to stop what she's doing, as it's not right and things will never pan out. He's been promising to end things with his wife since they started seeing each other. But recently, he started to become aggressive and clingy, asking her where she is, where she is, what she's doing, and if she's seeing anyone. She's tried breaking things off before, and he's turned up to her workplace looking for her. How do I drum some sense into her? Okay, first up, lovely friend, lovely friend for looking after your friend. But can I just say that trying to make her see how pointless the relationship is, is not your job as a friend. Because judge all you like, this is her life it's not your life. So that's really not your job as a friend. But I think your job as a friend is to be there when it all goes pear-shaped, which of course we all know it will. And that's kind of the thing is that 
she knows all this already. She knows that having an affair with a married man isn't the right thing to do morally. She knows that it's probably going to end up in heartache. You know, you don't need to be a rocket science to figure all this stuff out. So I think going on and on at her and saying, you know, look, what are you doing? You know, can't you see how ridiculous this is? It's probably just going to make her feel worse. And one reason why women end up, particularly young women, in relationships with married men is that they have very low self-esteem and they don't feel like they deserve better than somebody else's titbit. So sort of the more she thinks, you know, oh my God, I'm making bad decisions. Oh my God, I'm morally bankrupt. You know, I'm I'm awful. All my friends now think I'm being stupid. You know, that's not going to make her leave. That's going to make her stay in the only comfort she's getting at the moment. So you need to kind of do the opposite and save your support for picking up the pieces when she leaves. And there are all the signs that this isn't far off because she's already said she's tried to break it off with him. He's clearly sensing that she's trying to leave because he's suspicious and turning up at her work and doing all that sort of stuff. So it's all good news, really. She is working towards the right conclusion, you know, on her own without you saying anything. So what I think would be the best thing to do at this point is to show her how good her life could be without this guy because the other reason women end up with married men is that they're lonely. You know, a lot of their friends are coupled up. They don't have anyone to go out with. So the more you take her out, take her to the pub for lunch, take her shopping, you know, call her in the evenings, you know, make sure she's not just spending lonely days and nights waiting for, you know, a scrap of affection from the, the married man. So the more you can show her how great her life could be without him, the more likely she is to leave. And the other thing is, of course, is to build up her self-esteem. And by constantly lecturing her, you're actually doing quite the opposite. So say how bright she is, how funny she is, how, you know, gorgeous she is, but without that, so why are you putting up with this at the end of it? Because, I mean, look, we're all guilty of doing it, so I can see why you do it, but take that off and just give her all the boosting of confidence that you possibly, possibly can. In terms of safety, again, you know, her physical or or mental health, again, you have to kind of leave it up to her. Like, she's got to be the one to call the police. She's got to be the one to say if she's physically feels unsafe. What you can do is say, you know what, this is your decision of whether you want to take it further, but I am here to go with you. You can call me day or night. I'm not going to give you a hard time about what you put up with. I'm just going to help you. So it's all about that. And also, I mean, the guy's married with a child. I don't know the statistics on this, and I bet you they're really awful. You would like to think that he's not going to push it too much because the first thing she could do is go to the wife, of course. I mean, that's what you'd like to think. But I have some really good statistics here. For anyone out there who's in a relationship with a married man or woman, 88% of lovers hope their married man or woman will leave them, leave their spouse to be with them. Guess how many do actually do do that? Zero. 13%. Actually, it's quite higher than I was expecting, but it's very few. Now, out of that 13%, not no, not even out of that 13%, five to seven, five to seven percent of affair relationships end in marriage. Five to seven percent. That is tiny, right? Now, of those marriages, 75% end in divorce. Oh, wow. So Really, if you're kidding yourself that they're going to leave, they're probably not. Well, the statistics say they pretty much won't. And even if they do, and even if you've got your dream of marrying them, it's 75% likely to end in divorce. So that's the reality. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like when somebody is in one of these toxic relationships, 
they know, I'm not sure statistics are really going to help them. I mean, I'm thinking about the friend, but I'm also thinking about the person who's in this stuck mm. in this relationship that maybe they don't even want to be in themselves, but they can't seem to find a way out. Maybe that's another question for another time. How do you get I out of I think it is. I think it's loneliness. I think it's low self-esteem. I think it's, you know, it's, it's generally, very rarely do you find a very confident woman who has an affair or man with a married person because Confident people don't go for unavailable people. Why would they? They think too much of themselves. You know, so, and this whole thing about we can't help you who we fall in love with, I'm sorry, but you can help who you, who you fall in love with. You know, if I am suddenly attracted to somebody, you know, if I was single, of course, and, you know, they're my married boss, I wouldn't let myself fall in love with them. I, I would make sure I kept distance. So we're in control of that as well. But it is, it's insecurity, it's loneliness, it's low self-esteem, none of which are things that you want to wish on anybody. But that's what she needs, I think, to get out of this, don't you? I think to get out of this, this person needs some sort of, I think this person needs help. I think it's really hard to do when you don't have of course. someone. I was literally just talking to somebody about something very, very similar. And I was saying like, you know, this friend is is stuck. You're like drowning. And sometimes when you're drowning and you're trying to get out, you need that helping hand and it can come from many places, right? You need someone to help pull you out of the water. Like, you know, you're drowning, but what can you do if, I don't know. So sometimes it's the, sometimes it's a friend. It's a friend. It's a, you know, I don't know. It's some a family member, somebody you trust, a therapist. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need just that extra support. But this is what she's trying to do, isn't it? This is what the friend is trying to do, is tell yeah. you how to, how to be, get to her out of this. Yeah. yeah. So I can't see any other way other than, I mean, I did lots of research on this because it's very difficult and it is exactly what my take was. All you can do is, is it's almost like that hitting rock bottom when somebody's got a drug problem. Yes. Yes. You've just got to wait until she figures That's it right. out. And she really is figuring it out though. I feel hopeful because she's already tried to break it off. He's probably sensing her moving away. So I think she's kind of three quarters of the way out. Yeah. She just needs that little quarter to go. But yeah, it's 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 very, very difficult. Yeah, it's funny. My dad told me one time, I think I was trying to intervene in a similar situation for a friend like this a long mm -hmm. time ago. And my dad told me a story of how he had been the friend in this situation a long time ago for him. He had intervened. He talked to both people. They did end up breaking up, but they both never like spoke to him again. Oh, so right, it, yeah. it doesn't even matter if you're right. Right. You know, you just no, shoot the messenger. Shoot the, messenger. the messenger always gets shot. I always. like I like your idea of distraction and just being there for the person mm. because and not even saying anything. I, it's almost like mm. I don't know. I like what you said. I think maybe that would help. Good, thank you. I like it. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> it is a difficult one, yes. It is a difficult one. Yeah, we good luck with to, that. We'll come back yeah, to really some variation good luck with this, that. I think. When you just can't get out of something. But anyway. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you'd like okay. this one. Question number two. <laughs> My boyfriend fell asleep while he was giving me oral sex the other night. Is this normal? I was so insulted. Is he that uninterested in doing it to me? <laughs> <laughs> now, can I just tell you, this has actually happened to me. When I was in my 20s, it happened to me. And I was the same. I was like, what the hell is that? What are you doing? He actually snored. No. He started snoring. No. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I have to say, we had been drinking. We had a really late night the night before. I think I was taking forever and ever for it to happen. But I just remember exactly feeling so insulted. But then we just thought it was hilarious. We absolutely thought it was hilarious. So do a rewind of this evening. Like, 
was he just genuinely tired? Had you been drinking? You know, like, was it really late at night? Were you taking ages to climax? Because all of those things are very natural, you know, situations to be in that would lead to him going to sleep. And this is why I am not a fan of having sex just before you go to bed. I'm sorry, when you go to bed just before you go to sleep. Because if you leave sex as the last thing on the to-do list, everybody is so tired at the end of the day and they're so busy, they're just going through the motions, you don't enjoy it, and things like that are going to happen. I mean, you're not going to feel like swinging off the chandeliers when it's late at night and you just had a really full day. Is that making me sound really like 80 years old, swinging off the chandeliers? Does people even, who, where did that come from? I don't know. Swinging off the chandeliers. Well, I like the expression. Up. It's a nice visual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is a nice visual. So a few things I want to question, given because I'm surprised that you've taken it so badly, because I think most people would laugh. Would you not laugh, Zippy? I don't. This isn't about me. (laughs) Well, I I think most people would laugh. Now, so a few questions I want to ask you. Who initiated the sex? Because maybe he's feeling a bit under pressure to say yes when in fact he's, you know, when he doesn't really want to have sex. So look at that. Just is he, does he feel like he can say no? Why have you gone straight to the insult bit? Why have you put a negative spin on it when he was probably just really tired? He didn't refuse to give you oral sex. He started to give you oral sex and then fell asleep. So it's not like he's rejected you. It's it's just the, you know, so I'm interested that you've gone to the insult place rather than, oh, poor bugger, he was probably just really tired place. I mean, can you imagine if this were reversed? If this was well, a man asking this question about the, a woman? The, the very nature of giving oral sex is different, isn't it? Because... <laughs> Because you can imagine falling asleep giving us oral sex, but if you're giving him oral sex, you've got something in your mouth. That's going to keep you awake. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? It really is. So the other thing I'd ask is how is your sex life generally? Because to me this question spoke of, it, it, it screamed insecurity and lack of confidence to me. Like, why wouldn't he love giving you oral sex? You know, most men love giving women oral sex. I know it's women who think that men don't like doing it. Why, you know, I think it's time for you to say to him, hey, I'm feeling a bit like you don't find me sexy enough or that you're not enjoying our sex as much as I am. I feel like you need some reassurances. And interestingly, you know, on the topic of falling asleep during sex or after sex, there is this assumption that men fall asleep after women. And I've been writing for years about this. You know, it's because men, after orgasm, release something called prolactin, which makes them really sleepy, and they they release much more of this than women do, hence why he can fall asleep and we're not supposed to get annoyed about it and think it's rude, right? Well, surprise, surprise, turns out women fall asleep quicker than men do after intercourse. And it turns out to be a difference between The orgasms you have when you're masturbating on your own and the orgasms you have during intercourse with a partner. And the ones you have during intercourse with a partner are more inclined to make you go to sleep. Isn't that interesting? How how does your body even, I mean... Well, when you think about, I thought about this and I thought this is logical because I know that, for instance, during sex, right, intercourse sex or close sex when you're with another person, there's a hormone that goes from the woman's skin into the man's skin, and it goes that way from the woman to the man, that is a bonding, no, the other way around, from the man to the woman, that makes her bond to him. 
but it only goes that one way to make the woman feel more bonded because it's evolutionary, right? But that happens. It's a hormone that's released through the skin. So that makes sense. And if you think if you think about that, then when you're having intercourse, all your fluids are mixing. So if the male and the female release different sorts of hormones on orgasm, which they do in different sorts of proportions, then it makes sense, doesn't it? That the whole orgasms you have with your partner hormonally are going to affect you differently. And of course, the reason why we all want to go to sleep afterwards, it's, it's a lovely little sleeping pill. It's like prolactin, oxytocin, serotonin, vasopressin, all of these calming chemicals. So Actually, what I said earlier about don't have sex before you go to sleep, maybe you should be having sex before you go to sleep <laughs> because it's like a big sleeping pill, an orgasm is. Wow. Interesting, isn't maybe it? Maybe this is finally the solution for insomniacs, you know? Mm. Have an orgasm before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah. With, another mean, per- with another person. Yes, with another person. It has to be with another person. Hmm. Probably not so bad on your own either in terms of <laughs> it's still releasing all those chemicals. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, there you go. Uh, question number three. I have been in a relationship with my girlfriend for almost two years now, and she has brought up the idea of her starting an OnlyFans account. I don't even know what this is, so you're going to have to explain this to me, Tracy. Okay. She thinks it's a great way of making money, which I understand as we are both in our 20s, but I feel really uncomfortable with her posting sexy content publicly to other people. Do I have the right to feel that way? It's her body and her choice. When I bring it up, she just seems to mention the money benefits and doesn't seem to care about the other side of it. I don't know what to do. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so OnlyFans is an internet content subscription site. Now, what this means is that you pay a monthly fee to watch people that you admire do things that you can't see them do elsewhere. Now, it's not all about sex. So it might be that you've got a favorite chef and, and he's going to cook you a special, show you how to cook a special meal. Or maybe it's a rapper and he's going to write a, you know, rap, what is that the right word, for you? Or, you know what I mean? Like that. So there's fitness influencers, there's social media stars, there's mainstream actresses, there's all sorts of people on OnlyFans. But having said it's not all about sex, it is a lot about sex. It's mainly men that are paying for X-rated adult content from models, influencers, you know, sex workers, and they can make a lot of money. And the difference between this site and other sites is you can't post anything sexual, as we know, on, on Twitter, on Facebook, you even mention sex on TikTok and your band, you know, like, so this, this is the only site where you can put sexy stuff, you can charge money for it and make a living, right? And people can make a living. Love Island's Megan Barton Hansen, who I have no clue who it is, she makes 800 thousand 
per month. Pounds, I'm talking. What? Per month. She does post adult content. So this is all supposed, but apparently she does. Having said that, the average person makes about £120 a month. And these are women who aren't just posting saucy videos and pictures. They're usually offering the girlfriend experience. So they're actually interacting with these people. So the fact that this guy's girlfriend is thinking of going on there, it, everybody knows what OnlyFans means. Everybody knows that if your girlfriend's on OnlyFans, she's getting her knockers out, right? It's, it's not, it's not going to be, you know, so everybody knows what it means. And I think this guy sounds like a rather lovely, very woke boyfriend. I, I think he sounds lovely. I think I'm guessing the relationship is monogamous. And I really liked, he said, it's her body, her choice. And so he's, he's obviously a very, very nice man who's, you know, trying his best to do the right thing by women, et cetera. But I honestly think he's well within his rights to get upset about this. Don't you? I mean, I think it yes. completely, I mean, she made a commitment. If they are monogamous, you've made a commitment to not do sexual things with other people. Just because this isn't in the flesh and because it's just online does not make it not infidelity. It's still infidelity. I mean, God, how many people would be happy with knowing that their wife or girlfriend or, you know, or partner is flirting with other people on screen, showing them her private parts, interacting in some way sexually, doing sexy things. It doesn't matter if you're being paid for it. It's still a betrayal of that commitment. So he absolutely has something to say. And the thing is, when you're in a relationship, you're not an island. Everything you do reflects on your partner. And like I said, OnlyFans is public. All it takes is one friend to figure out that she's on there and the whole world's going to know, you know. And every, it's, people aren't stupid. They know that she's on there, you know, sharing intimate videos. So it makes him look bad. So she can't say, well, this has nothing to do with you because it is to do with him. I mean, and just because she's making money from it doesn't make it okay. Just because it's online doesn't make it okay. So I think he should sit down with her and say, look, okay, what are you exactly prepared to do? What are you going to draw the line at not doing? to make money. Say someone asks you to do this, would you do that? Say, you know, what are you intending to do on here? Now, if maybe it's not as bad as what he thinks. Maybe he, you know, she explains it and she says, I would only go to here at this level, then, and he's cool with that, maybe give it a chance. But, you know, and by all means, see then if she's open to setting some rules. But if she really can't understand why you're upset about this, I think it means that you're on completely different moral pages. And that's not a good place to be as a couple. I mean, that's the one thing you really do need to agree on, isn't it? It's the same moral compass. So if she honestly can't see it and she wants to go on there anyway and it makes you feel really uncomfortable, I mean, I'd reconsider the relationship. I really would. I think this is a big deal. I think you have every right to get upset about it. I agree with you. I think it's a big deal too. Mm. I would not be happy about this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I mean, I just... No. I I think if someone even suggested it to me, I would. I would that would be enough to dump. Them. I mean, I guess. I guess. It'd be like, the, how could you caveat, possibly see that? The caveat to that is, if they are in like dire financial straits and they really need the money, and they decide together that this is something that that she can do to sort of help. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's different. And he that's does different. say that's we're in our twenties and we probably need here. the money. Yeah. No, and it is different for the age group because I think. A lot of girls in their 20s do consider only fans' accounts. I don't think this is abnormal at all. I think it is seen as a way, okay, it's just online. You know, some people, I mean, a lot of 20-year-olds have lived their whole life online. It probably feels like a video game. It probably doesn't yeah. even feel like it's real to them. Do you know what I mean? There's probably that distance. world we live in. 
It is a crazy world. We, as I say, on Zoom to you across the ocean. You know, it's like (laughs) ridiculous. Yes, because there are some lovely things, aren't there? The fact that we can talk about this and anyone in the world can listen to this. Right. Now, instead of the sex tip, we are going to do a sex challenge now every week, Zippy, because remember last week you suggested that. Yes, yes, yes. And I got lots of um, stuff on on my Instagram account from people saying, yes, do the sex challenge. Do the sex. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Yeah, so it is amazing. So there's going to be sex challenge every week and some of them are going to appeal to some of you and not to others so this one is for couples who have problems with the frequency of sex like mismatched libidos which is very very common and it's a really simple little thing and it's called fridge therapy magnet therapy what you have to do you each have a magnet right different ones so you know which ones is who and you put them on the fridge and you change the position of the magnets every single day, depending on whether you want to have sex or don't want to have sex. Now, if you do want to have sex, you put your magnet at the top of the fridge. If you don't want to have sex, you put it at the bottom of the fridge. Now, the temptation, of course, if you're a high desire person is to leave your magnet permanently at the top and if you're (laughs) low desire to weld it at the bottom. But the trick is try and hover in the neutral zone because if you keep your magnet somewhere in the middle, right, and it's a bit of a game, something interesting happens because if, if you do that, the low desire person, after a couple of days, gets to be the one that goes, oh, actually, all right, well, I'm going to move my magnet up on the top of the fridge. So they get that that really felt power sort of thing of being the one to initiate sex. And the high desire person, if they can hold off and wait for the low desire person to move their magnet first, gets to feel that lovely feeling of being seduced. So you swap roles, like one doesn't feel like they're being pestered and the other one doesn't feel like they're pestering. And it really does work. It sounds bonkers, but it, it's a cute little way. If you're not very good about talking about sex, it's a cute little way to sort of give each other, and you can make a bit of a joke about it as well, without doing that second guessing and that, oh God, is that cuddle leading to anything? Or am I happy that it's just a cuddle? And it stops the second guessing in a relationship. So I really like it. It sounds balmy, but it's not. I want to know if people try it as well. Yeah, seriously, report back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. Okay, Tracy, have a great week. Guys, can't you wait to too. hear about your magnet moving. And, yes, try the magnets. And we'll regroup <laughs> next week. All right, have okay. a great week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.